Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. You see Michael Borky, when you're a champion, you're custom made from head to toe. Fine suits, Rolex watches, long limousines. And I want to make a promise, a promise to Richard Cross, to Michael Borky, to everybody listening, that I'm going to be more obnoxious, more overbearing, and I'm going to make you all to love it because you have no choice and as for Oklahoma they got the holy you know what beat out of them nationwide and I don't mind telling you I was wearing a pair of $600 custom made lizard shoes and this $13,000 Rolex we didn't have it on fly ball right field that's trouble it's at the wall it's gone caught in the bullpen by josh mallett and he throws it into the stands the rebels go up six to two on a two-run jack by tj mccants harris with a fly ball right center this ball's well hit right center gap it's got a chance it's gone back-to-back jacks in the and the Rebels go up 7-2. 1-1 to bench, and he hits a shot to left center field. That's at the wall. Does it go? It's gone! Oh, my goodness! Back to back to back, Jackson. I believe the Rebels have done that three times this year. 8-2. Kicks and delivers. Swung on, fly ball, right field. Doesn't have enough. It's headed towards the seat. It's gone! Gonzalez and the Rebels take a one nothing lead. Brandon Johnson stares in to get the signal from Dunhurst. Ready to go again. The 1-2 pitch to the DH on its way. He struck him out on a breaking ball. And the Ole Miss Rebels are your national champions. 4-2 the final score.
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort studios. Pearl River Resort. Now that's the home of the Sportsbook at Time Out Lounge. You can visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. As always, the C Spire text line is open to you. 601-879-4395. Thanks for joining us. It's not going to be like this every day. It's not. I it's promise, the last Brian, one, hey, I promise. It's the last one. There's a parade tomorrow, right. and then uh, we'll talk a little yeah. bit more about it then. But, uh, wow. It's all right. I don't, I don't have a problem carrying you two in the entertainment department. I'll I'll handle that role for you. He did wait a day though. He he, he allowed the um oh, you know yeah. he, he just did yeah. something. He waited for you to get back so that you could have this reaction. I, I just I enjoyed that. That's fine. It's wow. fine. Well uh let's just hit the ceasefire text line <laughs> right out of the gate. You know this what? first one says I love you, hey dad. That's right. He got no some compliments yesterday on the text line for Ole Miss fans saying that he was taking it very well. And and, and one that said I should be fired, but other than well, that. Th- yeah. Yeah, that guy was stupid, though. So. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe he'll fire me I or ask that. for me to be fired as well. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Tim in Tupelo sends us a Ric Flair gif that says, Woo! <laughs> I don't think I did that well. I think high. you're a better That's a little too high pitch, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. There you go. All right. uh, Justin and Tupelo just finished up yesterday's show on the app. Great job commemorating the accomplishment. Looking back, how huge were the midweek wins against State and USM? That's from Justin and Tupelo. Let's, uh, we'll answer that question in just a second. I would love to to flash back a few weeks to the people that were disagreeing with the decision to cancel the Arkansas State game. Because <laughs> holy cow, <laughs> just um, that one. It's probably the difference in Ole Miss being in the tournament and not being in the tournament. And if they're not in the tournament, uh, we don't get to hear Brian Haydad doing his best Ric Flair to start the show on this uh, this Tuesday afternoon. Feel feel comfortable with that, um, Louis. Says Richard, no national championship T-shirt. Really, uh, I don't own a national championship T-shirt. I probably will at some point. There's no way it would have been shipped to you within one day, though. So even if you had ordered one, you wouldn't Mr. have. It today. I didn't. I didn't get mine for like a week. I am here to tell you that today would be a good day to own a T-shirt shop in Oxford, Mississippi. I did That's go indeed. by. They um there there is a, a t-shirt store that is on the square. There's several actually that are in and around the square, and all good. I'm not trying to single one out. There is one though that has a portable airstream trailer parked in front of the store, and they are printing shirts on demand as people come up. Nice. There was the the That's line nice. inside. So I went by and, and got t-shirts for the kids earlier today. Uh, just so that they would have them and, you know, wear the parade tomorrow or, or whatever. And my thought was, wow, I would love to own this today uh, because people are certainly gobbling up as uh, much gear as they can. Rambo and Carthage says, really need to play that uh, intro every day. Yeah. Probably not. I, I feel like I need an NIL deal for, for that. That's Stewart like wants that. to know, know if we can have that intro every day for the next 364. Uh, yeah, you know, I'd probably get old a little bit. 
45,000 views, by the way, on the just the Twitter video of Haydad doing that last year. 45,000. Yeah. Uh, I watched it again yesterday, so it was 44,999. <laughs> Larry and Jackson yeah. says, I'm just proud for Mississippi. Uh, Richard, does your wife's store sell T-shirts? Uh, not national championship T-shirts. She... Um, she she does have some kind of low key t shirts that she's done along the way, but probably not the kind that you are uh, looking for. Philip in Ellisville from a state guy can hey dad please show a little class. These are our friends and our SEC family. Richard, you may want to put a silencer on this guy. I what? think hey dad should what did I do class. He was what great did I do? yesterday. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Like my mom getting, you know, like I, I, he was going to do something right before she smacked me. Uh, well, mom, I didn't do it yet, this? but you were thinking about it. Whack! That happened to me. That happened to me when I was like 13 years old. I turned around to ask my mom something, and she just slapped me. And one of her coworkers was like, what did you hit him for? He didn't do anything. And she just looked at me and said, he was going to do something. <laughs> Mama, hey, Dad, new best. Mama, hey, Dad, new best. She's probably right. Somebody said, state fan here, it's still a great day for the state of Mississippi. And uh, we get a message that says, now it's USM's turn. Wouldn't that be something? Could you fathom that? I don't know how we can handle that. I don't know how this state would handle that. Hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. Somebody said, love the opening. I mean this in a fun and joking manner. Hey, Dad, just reminding you guys last year about State winning the national championship. Now it's your turn, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. The 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 Oklahoma that you threw in, Borky. Mwah. That was, <laughs> a little I, Jeff kiss. I, 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 I had to stifle a big laugh. When, I was like, where, where is he going to go with this? And just pause. Oklahoma. It's like when Itchy and Scratchy died on The Simpsons. Like, they, they moved away. Or it was the, the dog. He, just, he moved away to Mars and then died. You, you do like, know that there's one and only one reason that Michael Borky was able to use that. You never referenced Mississippi State. You didn't say Mississippi you State You were talking once. about Mississippi oh, yeah. State the entire time, but you never said Mississippi State or Bulldog. In fact, the only thing that you just mentioned it a second ago, you mentioned Vanderbilt. And that's when Borgia yeah, changed right. it to that's Oklahoma, and, you know, that's it. So uh, oh, wow. that was fun, and I'm glad I'll, that we can all I'll remember for next time. It. Well, we, but the best part about that is we can use that forever. Because you only said sure. Vanderbilt, we can use that for anything for the rest for of the For anything time. good that happens forever. Yeah. So, I can't wait to, to pump up Southern Miss next June. <laughs> it's going to be great. Jeff in Oxford says, real Ole Miss fans love Hey Dad. Thank you, Jeff. He's kind of like a big hairy teddy bear. <laughs> uh, Papa Bear Hey Dad. Uh, if USM wins next year, we need to upgrade <laughs> to a Stone Cold Steve Austin beer smack intro. Yeah, another one that, that says, that. Uh, hey, Dad, was a good sport yesterday. So let, let's talk about Justin and Tupelo's question. We'll do that when we come back. He says, looking back, how huge were the midweek wins against State and Southern Miss? I think there's some small things that you can point to in the final month of the regular season that if they don't happen exactly the way they happened, we're not talking today about Ole Miss winning a national championship. And then let's also talk about what it means to get hot at the right time.
Because in consecutive years, we've seen that. What's the recipe for? Because people talk about you got to play your best baseball at the right time. What does that mean? This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Well, for the most part, looking pretty good. We do have a few trouble spots. Highway 80 east of Collier Cove, as well as 471 at Magnolia Road. We're seeing delays there both directions. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for most of you. Call them at 601-353-5217. In the runoff election, you have a clear choice. Michael Cassidy proposes $48 trillion in new federal spending. It's the last thing we need while inflation is making us pay more. To stop reckless government spending, we need a real conservative in Congress, like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Fitter.com. The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged in bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Calloway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter, and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Check the fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk 
supertalktv.com, supertalk.fm. If you want to listen online, you're away from the radio, you can always do that. You can also grab the Supertalk Mississippi app, Supertalk Live app. I am, uh, okay, I think we can all admit that a few years ago when the Supertalk app first came out, it was uh, it was buggy, it was glitchy. There were some issues related to it, and we tried to continue to work on it. I'm here to tell you, it's very rare that I use the Supertalk app, because usually I'm here. But driving to Nebraska and driving home from Nebraska, I listened to this show on the app, and it was absolutely seamless. So if you haven't tried it and you're on the road a bunch out of radio range, Grab the Super Talk app. It's free. You can pick whichever of the Super Talk stations that you, whichever feed you want to listen to. So you get, you know, you're from Hattiesburg and you want to hear the Hattiesburg commercials as opposed to the Oxford commercials. You, you can listen there. But it's, uh, it's really good. It's really simple. It's very intuitive, easy to use. You don't have the uh, Super Talk app, but encourage you to do that. Um, ceasefire text line is open at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Four three nine five. Uh, let's see. If you want to give your business the edge, get gigabit fiber internet from Seaspire Business, backed by world class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Seaspire Country. Check availability now at seaspire.com slash business. So let's go to Justin's question or observation. Maybe that's the uh, maybe that's the way to uh, to to start this conversation. He said, "What about?" Those two midweek wins against Mississippi State and Southern Miss. So first, you go to the Mississippi State series in Oxford, right? Ole Miss wins game one on a Thursday night with Dylan DeLucio on the mound, 4-2. to two. The Rebels lose game two, 10-7, and you may remember that is the game where Hancock hit a home run in the first inning for Mississippi State to take a one to nothing lead. And then the Rebels got back-to-back-to-back home runs from Justin Bench, Jacob Gonzalez, and Tim Elko to make it 3-1. to They're all solo home runs. Otherwise, that one might would have gotten out of hand early, and Ole Miss led 4-1. to But then Mississippi State ended up getting the win. And they pulled away in the 7th, 6th, 7th, and 8th innings. Scored a bunch of runs in the middle of the game with 2 in the 6th, 4 in the 7th, and 3 in the 8th. And then they held on as Ole Miss got 3 in the bottom of the ninth inning. They won that game 10-7. And then you may remember game three from that series. It was an 11-inning walk-off win for Mississippi State. When the Well, it wasn't a walk-off. It was in the top of the 11th when Brad Cumbus hit the home run, the deep home run that made it 7-6, to six, and Mississippi State won the series. And Ole Miss, with that, fell to 6-12 and 12 in the SEC. And then they turned around two days later, and they, <clears throat> excuse me, they played in Pearl, played the Governor's Cup. And Ole Miss won that game five to two. So, hey, Dad, you have said for a while now. This was before we got into any College World Series conversation. You thought that the win over Mississippi State in the Governor's Cup might have been the most important win for Ole Miss this year. Yeah, I think that that game. I think it turned two seasons. Honestly, I think State had they won that game. I I, I think that. Maybe they would have they wouldn't have fallen apart quite as bad as they did. But for Ole Miss, I felt like they really needed that. They really needed a confidence builder. 
They were able to even the season series against Mississippi State, which they had, you know, it would have been, what, five straight years of losing that series. I think that game just gave them a lot of confidence. Remember the week before that, on a Tuesday night, I think it was, Yeah, they got crushed at home by Southeast Missouri, and then they lose two out of three to State, and you think, okay, they're they're starting to fall apart here. And instead, they go down to Pearl, and they win the Governor's Cup that they hadn't won in four tries. I think that gave them a little boost of confidence that they took with them the rest of the season. I think that's the start of don't let the Rebs get hot. It started that day. If not for a Taiwan Malone home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to make it 11-2 to against Southeast Missouri State, they would have gotten 10 run ruled at home by SEMO. Ended up getting yeah. beat by 10, but they played the full nine innings in that ballgame. So then Ole Miss goes to Arkansas, and they lose two out of three, but they looked different that weekend. Pitched it very well. They did. They won game one, four to two. They lost game two, six to three, but you remember that was a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, a three-run home run for Arkansas. And then they lost a one-run game. They pitched it well, and they played good defense, but it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination a complete weekend at the plate. Tons of opportunities missed for Ole Miss offensively in which they could have won the series or possibly even swept the series. But that was the mark, May 1st, where you look at Ole Miss, and they are 7-14 and in the SEC. And then things got a little bit better. So this is what we were talking about a second ago. If you look at the last month of the season, and you change one thing, the outcome of one game, we're not having this conversation because the margin for error for Ole Miss was zero. They sweep Missouri to get to 10-14. and 14. Yeah, there's another one. If they just win two, yeah. do they even make the tournament? No. 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 They have a loss to Missouri? No. Everything that happened in the regular season, from the end of the Mississippi State series on, you change one win to a loss, and I don't think Ole Miss makes it. And if you play the Arkansas State game, I don't think Ole Miss makes it. Everything had to happen the way it happened. So they sweep Missouri. They go on the road to Hattiesburg, and they get a 4-1 win over Southern Miss and played really, really well. A massive and, win in hindsight also. And, and probably yeah. not what you expected. Did you expect Drew McDaniel to give you five innings of four-hit, one-run baseball and nope. a start in Hattiesburg with eight strikeouts? Nope. That's what he did. And then Jackson Kimbrell, who I don't think pitched in the postseason, inning and two-thirds scoreless with two strikeouts. Josh Mallets goes an inning and a third with three strikeouts. And Brandon Johnson gives up a hit, but he pitches the final inning and strikes out two, and Ole Miss gets that win 4-1. to one. And then Ole Miss packs their bags in Hattiesburg, and they go a little farther south to Baton Rouge. And you remember they started the game on Friday night with Dylan DeLucia, and he was pitching pretty well. Mikhail Hilliard on the mound for LSU. LSU took the early lead in that ball game with a Dylan Cruz two-run home run, two to nothing. And then the rain came. It was two to two, and then it was four to two on a game that started at 7.45 on a Friday night and resumed at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, and Ole Miss got the game one win, five to three. That's Dylan Delusha's second most impressive pitching performance of the season. The first being the Thursday against Arkansas to send them to the national championship. Starting a game one night, having to sleep on it, and then fit, starting again the next day and winning that. 
He's pretty dominant against Auburn in the College World Series. Yeah, also. he was. That's hard to. But just the the sleeping on it is just. Yeah. You don't see that like ever. Well, and then, and then they beat LSU eleven to one in the second game of the day on Saturday, and then they win the series eight to five. Now you remember they lost two of three to Texas A and M. Lost the first, won the second, lost the third. It was fluky. It was weird, especially game one was weird. Delusia got squared up a lot, which just doesn't happen to him. And remember, he, he got threw, chased early. He threw 57 pitches yeah. in an inning and two-thirds. Yeah, that was a weird, it was a weird series altogether. Yeah. So then you go to the SEC tournament, and you get bounced on Tuesday. And they lose three to one to Vanderbilt. Now there are a lot of people that have asked the question. In hindsight, did that turn out to be a good thing? I guess you can't argue with the results. But what you didn't know at the time was that you had done enough to get in. You thought walking away on Tuesday night, you've done enough to get in. And then you watch the rest of the week happen in Hoover, with Alabama getting hot, with Kentucky winning some games. Turned out neither of those teams really factored in. You watched what was happening in the ACC tournament. You watched what was happening in the Conference USA tournament, in the Sunbelt tournament. And as that week went on, you thought the Ole Miss season was over. We didn't think Ole Miss was getting in, guys. We decided that we were doing a show on Memorial Day Monday because we always do, and we thought the entirety of the three hours was going to be about Southern Miss as a host and what was going to happen next for Ole Miss baseball. I mean, we basically said Southern Miss deserves to have a show. Like, we'll do this because of the USM fans who listen. That was our our thought process. And then we had something else to talk about because Ole Miss got in. And then it was this postseason run. Let's kind of walk through the postseason run. When we come back, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Actually, we'll press pause on that. Let's talk some SEC football when we come back with Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. Hey, Dad's favorite. He loves Barrett. We all love Barrett. That's coming up next on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 91. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare, 
feel better faster. Northerner Michael Cassidy disagrees with votes to fund Medicare, Social Security, and our nation's military service members, but he proposes a socialist $48 trillion plan that will cost Mississippians billions in taxes. Michael Cassidy became a Mississippi resident just last year, but he thinks he's qualified to speak for what is best for Mississippi families. Michael Cassidy has Yankee principles, not Mississippi values. On June 28th, don't be fooled by the Yankee wolf wearing sheep's clothing. Is that is paid for and approved by the MS Conservative Action Pack and not approved by any candidate or committee. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big. During the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale, through July 3rd only, Mazda of Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location, Trustmark Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kia, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July third we'll give away a mystery card 1 p.m register no later than saturday july 2nd we'll also be giving away a four thousand dollar home depot gift card and a ps5 but hurry it all in sunday july 3rd and you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the grand slam huge car sale at trust park park one brains boulevard in perth brought to you by Mazda of jackson and ridgeland mitsubishi get here now because once the deals are gone they're gone research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events but thanks to two men in a truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Voters will head to the polls today to decide three Republican primaries in the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th Congressional Districts. Secretary of State Michael Watson is hoping for a bigger turnout than we saw during the primaries. About 11% turnout on June 7th, which was uh, unfortunate. Mississippi's got to do a better job of getting out to the polls. But on absentee numbers, um, the absentee voting was in the Republican side was only about two, just north of 200 off what we saw on June 7th. So that was a little bit of a surprise to me that the numbers are tracking very closely, almost surpassing what we saw on the 7th. Incumbent Congressman Michael Guest is facing challenger Michael Cassidy in the 3rd District. Incumbent Representative Stephen Palazzo and his GOP challenger, Jackson County Sheriff Mikey Zell, are facing off in the 4th District. Republicans Ronald Eller and Brian Flowers are facing off in the 2nd District. To stay updated on the election results, log on to supertalk.fm. Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. 
I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's switch gears. We'll get back to baseball, and uh, there's plenty of time to do that. But right now, Barrett Salee joins us from CBS Sports. You can catch him uh, online at CBS Sports HQ. He writes at cbssports.com. And uh, we'll see Barrett here in in a few weeks in Atlanta at SEC Media Days. Barrett, what's up, man? Oh, not much, guys. Uh, Richard, congrats on your Rebels. That uh, College World Series was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys here in a couple of weeks. So, guys, Ab- it did three years ago when it was here. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a cool deal uh, in Atlanta. So back right there in the shadow of the College Football Hall of Fame, and I don't even know if we're quite ready to go into the what are the storylines for SEC Media Day is going to be. I will. Let, let's just start here, though, Barrett. We've talked. I think about every team in the SEC. We've kind of tried to highlight some things, and this is one of those years where I feel like, and and no disrespect intended, outside of Vanderbilt, there's a pretty compelling storyline, at least a storyline, for every team in the league. Yeah, there is. Uh, You know, I think for, you know, even for a team like Kentucky with the Will Levis deal, Tennessee with, you know, Hendon Hooker being a dark horse, um, you know, you, you can go through some of the teams that maybe have been overlooked uh, and, and find a very compelling story line. You're 100% right. Uh, some of them good, some of them bad, obviously. Um, but it, it is, is a very interesting time. I'm, I'm happy, I hope anyway, that there will be actual questions about that asked at media days rather than just NIL stuff because NIL stuff has gotten a little boring in my mind. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's setting up to be a very interesting year. I really hope that it, there's not a focus on just the college football playoff. That's been a gripe of mine for a long time because you're right. In the SEC this year, there's going to be plenty, of, plenty to talk about whether a team's a playoff contender or not. All right, well, let, let me ask you this. You, you have been an advocate of the, the four-team playoff is good, and I, I'm not even sure, Barrett, you wouldn't be okay with going back to just two teams to play for the national championship. If we want less focus on just the college football playoff, would it not make sense to go a little bit bigger 
and make it more inclusive so that it's not just these are the four teams and nobody else has got a chance? Well, there's no doubt that adding adding to it would give you know more teams a chance to get involved in that conversation. And they're just not going to be very good teams. <laughs> That's my problem with it. And, and some of them would be um, you know qualified automatically with conference championships. Uh, but you know, I think it's um, I think it's more a case of the 14 playoff inadvertently eliminating some very interesting things because you really don't talk about anything other than seven teams in October. And even in the BCS era, I think the Heisman conversation was much more interesting. But in addition to that, you know, you'd have interest in every opponent that any BCS contender was, was playing. And there were more BCS contenders in November than there are college football playoff contenders in November even though there's two extra teams. So I just think it's, it's, it's a complicated situation, and, and, yeah, you would have more to talk about. But I just like, I like other storylines other than the playoff. I love the playoff, too, but, I mean, there's just so much that goes into college football that I think it's overlooked now. Let's talk about a couple of teams. And, and, and if we've got time, we'll, we'll come to Ole Miss and Mississippi State. But there's some other things. Uh, Arkansas in the West is a team that is fascinating to me. Kentucky, you mentioned them a second ago in the East, and, and maybe we'll go to Kentucky and Tennessee after this. But but Arkansas, so year one, a lot of excitement, but really not that much. What was it, three wins two years ago for Sam Pittman? But it felt like things were moving in the right direction. And then they take a big step forward. Is there another step forward this year for Sam Pittman and Arkansas, or is this a year where it kind of levels out a little bit before maybe they are able to take another step? Yeah, I think the the nine and three record kind of makes it impossible for them to make a huge step forward, um, just because anything further than where they are right now is essentially contention. So I'm not necessarily thinking that they can do that, but. More consistent offensively, absolutely. Um, stronger, more consistent defensively, absolutely. So, you know, they won nine wins. They had nine wins last year. That's obviously, um, you know, great for them. But it, to me, I think they – it wouldn't say stalled out. I just think it's, it's set up for Arkansas now to be what Arkansas was under Petrino, which is a really good team that every couple of years has a moment, catches lightning in a bottle, whether it's Ryan Mallett or somebody else. And, uh, and, and contends for not just the SEC West, but a New Year's Six or, you know, back then BCS, uh, bid. So I just think right now this is, they've got a small step to go forward to consistently be that eight, nine win team. They're almost there. Maybe that's the step that happens this year, but anything beyond that, I think is a little bit aggressive. There's a team that I feel like is flying under the radar in the East because of what Georgia has has done and the separation that they have created. And I think probably this is not the year. I don't think it's going to take long for Billy Napier to get Florida back in the place that Florida fans expect it to be. I know they missed out on Jaden Rashada. He goes to to uh, Miami instead. Do you look at the way that kind of quietly Billy Napier is going about his business and think, okay, yeah, they're going to get it right? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon just because the, the recruiting is, was so bad under Mullen and, you know, it just takes a little while. And from a transfer portal standpoint, you know, they got some good dudes this year, but nothing that I think would help them, you know, be a contender this year. But yeah, I think 
you look at where they are right now, they're recruiting pretty solid. I know there was a message board meltdown over the course of the weekend <laughs> because of Jaden Rashada, but, um, but, uh, and everyone's mad about the Gator Collective now, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it just takes time to get those bodies in there. And, and while they did a pretty good job this year in the transfer portal, they're going to probably need to hit it a little harder, uh, next year. But I think, uh, a strong performance offensively, especially from Anthony Richardson would certainly accelerate that process. And obviously a lot of NFL folks are, are all aboard the Anthony Richardson bandwagon. So yeah, you know, I think Florida has the right guy in Billy Napier. I think the biggest thing now is, is how do we, how does he address his personnel issue? Because it still exists not just from a quantity standpoint, but also from a strength and development uh, conditioning standpoint. So um, it, he'll get them back. I, I, it's not going to be this year. Next year, um, you know, maybe we'll see how he attacks the portal. And if he does it the right way and gets some, get some dudes that can play, then, yeah, maybe he does contend next year. In a three-year looking into your crystal ball window, are you more bullish on Florida or Tennessee? Florida. Uh, I think Tennessee It's kind of like that Arkansas, you know, sort of, uh, role where they're nine, eight, nine wins pop up every once in three years to contend for the division. Florida can be a juggernaut still. I think they've, like I said, I think they've got the right guy, but, um, you know, I think it's, it's going to, they have to get the personnel in, but when they do that, they absolutely can be the, the biggest consistent threat to Georgia. And we've all seen Florida, what they've been able to do, you know, throughout the history. So they, they can be better than Georgia, uh, if Napier does it right. And, and so, yeah, long term, you know, Florida can win a national championship. Tennessee can't, but they can still be really darn good. When you look at Mississippi State in 2022, what's the most important or the most interesting thing for you as it pertains to Mike Leach's squad? I'd say Will Rogers and just what <laughs> what he can do. I mean, you look at, at what he did last year. I mean, you're talking about video game statistics. Like, and I'm talking like, Good video game statistics, not like the ones I had because I was terrible at that game. But <laughs> when you go almost 5,000 yards and 36 touchdowns and you're just sort of like considered okay, like I think the perception around the country is that, well, Roger's a good quarterback in that system. Okay, well, what happens if he, if he progresses? What happens if he takes that next step? Are we talking 5,500 yards and 50 touchdowns? Um, because, I mean, really, it seemed like he was kind of getting his feet wet early on last year anyway. So uh, that, to me, is, just, is interesting to see the development. Mike's obviously very high on him. He's, a, you know, obviously had, you know, his, um, you know, has experience. He needs some wide receiver help. I think we also, you know, see that. But, um, you know, just what does he become? Is, is he Garner Minshew? Or is he just like any other old Mike Leach quarterback that puts up video game statistics but it doesn't lead the team anywhere? All right, less than a minute left, Barrett. I'm going to hand you a $100 bill, and you have to uh, put that $100 on either Jackson Dart or Luke Altmyer starting in Game 3. Which uh, which horse are you riding? Game 3, I would say uh, I'd say Jackson Dart. I'd say it might be Jackson Dart Game 1, um, but I'd say definitely by Game 3. Uh, I just think that you know, it does seem like Lane is uh, – it's comfortable with the Altmire and, you know, but probably doesn't see the upside um, that Jackson Dart does have. Um, so I, I would say Jackson Dart. If you give me some better odds for game one, I might take him game one, too. Okay. Okay. Barrett, uh, great catching up. Look forward to seeing you in Atlanta at SEC Media Days in, uh, in a few weeks. It's been too long. Thanks, my friend. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you soon.
Barrett Salik from uh, CBSSports.com, CBS Sports HQ as well. Does a good job covering college football across the country, but specifically here in the SEC. Take a timeout. We'll uh, wrap up what has been a fast first hour with you when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Glass Traffic Center with two locations over your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Highway 80 east of Collier Cove still seeing delays both uh, directions. Also 471 still seeing heavy delays out by Magnolia Road and seeing delays Natchez Trace just north of Reservoir Lookout. Elsewhere things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. There are plenty of stores out there who buy old jewelry. But ask yourself, who can I trust to give me an honest valuation? And then make you a serious offer. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. Bring us your old gold and platinum jewelry or Rolex timepiece. That diamond ring you inherited. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We tell you exactly what you have and make you the very best offer. We even buy large diamonds and entire estate collections. Most folks just want your scrap gold. So before you sell your old jewelry to just anybody, ask yourself, who can I trust? We're Jennifer Jewelry Company. For over 75 years, Mississippi's diamond and estate jewelry experts. For honest valuation and the best offer, come see us today. Jennifer Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and JenniferJewelry.com. If you worked at the same company for multiple years, always on time doing what's expected of you, and you were told when you were hired you'd have a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened, Ace Bolts and Screw Company is growing and looking for you. Locally owned and operated since 1969, we are looking to expand our inside sales department and looking for full-time employees offering competitive pay, benefits, PTO, 401k, and much, much more. Email your resume today to hr at acebolt.net. That's hr at acebolt.net. Northerner Michael Cassidy disagrees with votes to fund Medicare, Social Security, and our nation's military service members. But he proposes a socialist $48 trillion plan that will cost Mississippians billions in taxes. Michael Cassidy became a Mississippi resident just last year. But he thinks he's qualified to speak for what is best for Mississippi families. Michael Cassidy has Yankee principles, not Mississippi values. On June 28th, don't be fooled by the Yankee wolf wearing sheep's clothing. Just had his pay for and approved by the MS Conservative Action Pact and not approved by any candidate or committee your news your talk your weather and your sports all in one place supertalk.fm every show every podcast and every late breaking story all in one place supertalk.fm 
Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Is there anything that Barrett said that uh, that grabbed your attention at all? Not like we were doing like this, you know hard-hitting, deep dive into college football. But as we kind of think about the season that's now about two and a half months away. Two things. The the first one, state fans are going to, as long as Mike Leach is your head coach, you're going to have to deal with this. Your quarterbacks are going to be graded on a negative curve. (laughs) It's going to happen. Because everybody nationally is going to be like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. So that that's just going to happen, and, and Barrett acknowledged that uh, that you know Will Rogers can be really good, and people are just going to be like, eh, he plays for Mike Leach, so he's supposed to look like that. It's it's always going to happen for as long as Mike Leach is at Mississippi State. Your quarterbacks are going to be looked at differently, not in a good way. That's just how it's going to work. So just deal with it and ignore it. The second thing I have constantly disagreed with him on the we should go back to BCS. Not, not expand the playoff, but reduce it. But he's not wrong when he says college football felt more competitive in the BCS era than it did in the playoff era. He is not wrong there. Because it did. The odds are out today, by the way. I'll uh, I'll read them to you. National championship odds, right? This is exactly why I've been telling people for so long NIL's not going to change anything. Odds to win the national championship. The group of Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State, minus 650 to win the national championship. The field, everybody else in college football combined, plus 480. Four teams have minus 650 odds to win the national championship versus the field, which is plus 480 to win it. Torrible. So if I gave you a $100 bill and said you can... That plus 480 for the field, or you can take those four teams at minus 650. So you you can turn your $100 into 480, or you can bet 650 to win 100. So whatever the math is on that, like bet 100 and win 
whatever. Right. You get what I'm saying. I'm taking minutes. I'm taking the the top four, no question. Yeah. No question. You, you, you'll take that lunch that you win yeah. versus you know being able to uh, buy a big, nice, yeah. fancy dinner for the whole family. Right. With exactly. dessert and all of the it's sides. a sure thing. It's a sure thing. The only thing that Barrett said that I disagree with was he talked about Mississippi State needing help at receiver. I think State's fine at receiver. Wally and Williams are probably the two of the best slot receivers in the, in the, uh, the SEC. Uh, Ra Ra Thomas was good last year as a freshman. I think he'll improve. I expect a big season from Tulu Griffin. I think State State's fine at the receiver position. They got plenty of depth there. Can Wally's junior season look more like his freshman year did than his sophomore year did? I think so. I think I think so. I think I mean he's the best receiver on the roster now in terms of talent. Uh, I think he'll he'll take a step forward this year. I think he'll probably be closer to eight nine hundred yards. Closer. Was he to, the most you know, talented nine, receiver last year? Probably. But Makai Polk was the most consistent one. Yeah. Let me add one more set of odds to you. This is going to blow your mind. Alabama or Georgia, minus 114. The field, minus 102. So you have even odds, Alabama or Georgia versus the field in college football to win the championship. Even odds. Would you take the field in that scenario? Absolutely, yes. I would. Would you hate that? I might be. I might take Alabama, Georgia. I think it wouldn't be the wrong title this year. I mean, either bet's not incorrect. It's but that's ridiculous. That's the state of college football, and that's not because of NIL. This was this is playoff era college football. Are we living in the past by that initial four group you threw out, including Clemson? Maybe. Question. We'll see what happens this year. This year will tell us the tale of what Clemson's going to be going forward. It's a huge year for Dabo. It is. And, I mean, are you surprised if they go 11-1? and one? I mean, you're not surprised by that, are you? Let's see. So, Clemson, they, they're... Who they, who they got in the non-conference? Uh, Furman, Louisiana Tech, and South Carolina. Obviously, uh, they have road games at Georgia Tech. Well, it's in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They'll outnumber Georgia Tech fans by five times over. At Wake Forest, similar phenomenon will happen there. At Boston College, similar phenomenon will happen there. Uh, at Florida State and at Notre Dame, they do have to play Miami towards the end of the year. NC State's got a. First round caliber quarterback that'll go into so, Clemson. So again, my question is, are you surprised if Clemson goes eleven and one this year? No. It might not even be good and go yeah. eleven and one. It's yes and no. You want so badly for Clemson to falter, hey Dad. No, that's that's Borky. You know that that's Borky. I, I want a lot of people in my personal life to shut up, so yes. So falter away, you Clemson Tigers. Hour number two coming up next. Your home for all this sports. This is Super Talk. This is Super Talk. Powered by your street professionals at Verona Street Pro. 601-345-89. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. After his January 6th rally, former President Trump intended to go to the Capitol. And when Secret Service said it was too dangerous... President 
reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testifying today to the House panel investigating the Capitol riot about her conversations with a lead Secret Service agent. Trump issuing a statement rejecting her testimony, saying he hardly knows her. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra called last week's Supreme Court decision overturning federal abortion rights despicable, but says his department has been preparing for it. We will leave no stone unturned. All options are on the table. Becerra says there are discussions about potential federal travel vouchers for women living in states that have abortion bans. America's listening to Fox News. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. When unexpected injuries happen, Mississippi Sports Medicine's Urgent Ortho Care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site. Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood, Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. It's a wrap. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Municipal League is hosting its 91st annual conference at the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi this week. Elected officials from across the state are attending education sessions on topics like grant opportunities, medical marijuana, community and economic development, and more. Greenville Mayor Eric Simmons is the MML's current president. And folks are talking about good ideas, how we can improve the quality of life for our folks. But you see black, white, north, south, uh, all kind of folks come together for Mississippi. It's a fantastic networking opportunity that brings together not only elected officials, but also businesses, state agencies, and other organizations. And Pearl River Community College's Tate Parker has been named the 2022 NGCAA Baseball Division II Player of the Year. The Wildcats center fielder had a batting average of .450, hit 19 home runs, and had 65 RBIs, which helped lead his team to a Division II World Series title. For more Mississippi news, head on over to supertalk.fm. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or older. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our membership counts 180,000 families? We are their voice at the state capitol and our nation's capital. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Forecasters are watching a potential cyclone that will likely impact South America. Eben Brown reports. An organized low-pressure system is still believed to be growing into what would be the Atlantic's second tropical cyclone of the year. 
It could soon be given the name Bonnie, but the National Hurricane Center is already posting warnings for the Lesser Antilles. It could impact the Venezuelan coast in a couple of days and even grow into a hurricane when making a landfall in Nicaragua or Costa Rica this weekend. It is not expected to threaten a U.S. coastline. And seafood processors will be able to recover some of their financial losses from COVID starting July 1st. The Seafood Processors Pandemic Response and Safety Block Grant Program will start accepting applications at 9 that morning on the Mississippi Department of Marine Resources website. You have to have a valid Mississippi resident commercial seafood processor license between 2019 and 2022 to participate. Catfish processors will also be considered. Applications close Tuesday, August 16th at noon. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Touchdown! Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more Super Talk Mississippi. Text line open to you at 601-879-4395. We'd love for you to join us there and be part of the conversation this afternoon. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire Country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com slash business. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com. Actually, pulling it up as we uh, as we speak. You can make reservations online whether it's a golf package or just making a tee time, again, dancingrabbitgolf.com. You've got the Azaleas course and the Oaks course, just absolutely spectacular, warm, green, plush, all of those things right now. Check them out. Right outside of Philadelphia and Choctaw, Mississippi, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. I would imagine that we will be back there before too terribly much longer as we inch our way closer to the start of the college football season, and we will have a lot of fun with that. Sooner we were, the better. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. 
Tim. Let, let's talk about Team USA baseball for a second. I was looking at the uh, the roster. They have the U.S. Collegiate. Uh, I'm sorry. What do they call it? We just call it Team USA, but it's the Collegiate National Baseball Team. And that's coming together right now. Like Mike Bianco does a parade and a ceremony tomorrow night and is looking at his watch the whole time because he's got to go to Cary, North Carolina. Because he's got the Stars and Stripes series. The training camp is it, it starts this week, and they play the Stars and Stripes series as they, they split the two teams. It's a series of exhibition games. They split the two teams in half. Fifty players were invited to be part of um, training camp. And then they've got to whittle that roster down to 26. And that 26-person roster, 26-man roster, will then go to the Netherlands and will complete, uh, compete in a, a summer baseball tournament there. couple of things. This staff is really good. Mike Bianco is the manager. The pitching coach is Scott Brown from Vanderbilt. It was supposed to be Kirk Sarlos, but he had to back out for whatever reason. And so Vanderbilt's pitching coach, who is one of the best in the business, uh, Scott Brown will be on this staff. Cliff Godwin's going to be the third base coach. Zan Bartsdale, who played for Ole Miss and is an assistant coach in college baseball, will uh, will be one of the assistant coaches. And Josh Holliday, the head coach at Oklahoma State, is going to be one of the assistant coaches as well. Drew Bianco is going to work in the uh, the bullpen. So he'll work with, with pitchers as they're getting loose, and he'll have the walkie-talkie to let his dad or Scott Brown know when, when guys are ready. It kind of signals that maybe Drew Bianco is getting ready to transition to the uh, the coaching world as well, which is really cool. And getting to kind of share that Team USA experience, a neat thing. So really good staff. But here's what I'm wondering. How do you go about whittling down a rock? Oh, oh and by the way, during training camp, they've also got, in terms of coaches that are going to be there to help, Elliot Avant from North Carolina State, who was the head coach last year, and Spencer Allen from the Milwaukee Brewers, and Brady Austin from East Carolina, and John Fisher or Josh Fisher from NC State, and Dan McDonald from Louisville. I mean, they got guys from all over. How are you going to whittle this roster down from 50 to 26? Now, I'm not going to read 50 names to you. Let me just throw a few at you. Zach Agnos from East Carolina, really good. Drew Beam, part of the rotation at Tennessee. Enrique Bradfield, Jr. Dylan Cruz from LSU. Chase Davis from Arizona. Hunter Elliott from Ole Miss. Uh, I'm just going to try and grab the names that maybe you recognize. Jacob Gonzalez, Ole Miss. Joseph Gonzalez, Auburn. Uh, Tanner Hall, Southern Miss. Carter Holton, Vanderbilt. By the way... Did you see that there was another Vanderbilt transfer headed to LSU? Shortstop this time? Wow. Um, Christian Napsick from Louisville. Wyatt Langford from Florida. Braden Montgomery, the true freshman from Madison, Mississippi, that's playing at Stanford and was in the College World Series. Yo-Yo Morales from Miami. Trey Morgan, LSU. Mason Nichols from Ole Miss. Um, 
Hagen Smith, Arkansas. Braden Taylor, TCU. Kyle Teal from Virginia. He's a stud. Brady Tiger, another Mississippi native that plays at Arkansas. Hurston Waldrop from Southern Miss. Jaden Woods, the, the left-hander. For, how do you – I only just like grabbed a few names that you might recognize. How do you trim that roster? How do you cut those guys? <laughs> yeah, sorry, 24, you're not good enough. Give me some, some high-energy practice, I would imagine. Which to, ones to figure do figure out how that's going to go? Out. Which ones do you think are going to enter the transfer portal? That's how I make cuts. That's a good good point. Yeah, you, you're in your final coach player meeting. Are you happy where you are? Well, yeah, I guess you're on the team. We got a spot for you, buddy. Yeah. Are you happy where you are? Oh man, yes. I love Coach Corbin. He's he's my favorite. No, I'm really happy at Vanderbilt. I love playing there. Yeah, I hope you have a good summer in Nashville. Cut. <laughs> See ya. What is your opinion on the ESPN coverage of the College World Series? My opinion, it was boring, and they didn't stay on air for the trophy presentation, unlike other championships. That's been a thing, right? They try to send you to ESPN Plus or something online to watch the trophy presentation. They did that with all the big bowl games last year. They'll stick with it for a minute, but they're not gonna they're not gonna hang out and tap dance for thirty minutes till you get to the point where the actual trophy presentation happens. You guys watched it. What did you think? It's fine. I, I think you're right. It, the the way that they broadcast it is largely, uh, it's almost like they feel like they're doing you a favor by broadcasting those, as opposed to really underscoring how big it is. Like the things they talk about and the way they handle certain stuff wouldn't happen in a college football national championship game. It wouldn't happen in the NCAA tournament. It's just not handled like it's a big deal. It's handled like it's the middle of June in Major League Baseball, where they play until October. Not the Elite Eight, if you will. They just don't handle it that way. It's too laid back. Like, oh, we're just hanging out. It's a beautiful summer day. Let's talk about a bridge. Or show the same kids eating cotton candy seven times during an at-bat. I saw that too. I was like, what, what what are we doing? Kids are eating hey, cotton, cotton candy. It's a baseball game. I don't care that a guy shaved his chest to make it look like a bikini. I don't. You should do that, by the way, Hey, Dad. I have. We've had this discussion before. Oh, I not am a not a very hairy man yeah. under the shirt. Yes. Yeah. So, what about you? <laughs> no, I'm not going to pull my shirt up. Well, let me show you. <laughs> nah. No, I'm not like super hairy chest hair guy either. Um, all right, ratings numbers are back, and they were really good. They were really, really good. In fact, the College World Series this year outdrew the Women's College World Series in softball. On average, by about 10,000 people, which is not a lot, and that's okay because softball usually smokes baseball. It does. And I think a portion of that is moving it to the weekend. Having games on Saturday, Sunday instead of Monday, Tuesday, huge for ratings. I, I will say this, because of their precious little Sunday night baseball, you know, ESPN cares so much about Major League Baseball that they now broadcast one game a week. One game! They also canceled the best baseball highlight show in the world, right? Baseball Tonight doesn't exist anymore, does it? 
Yes, and it's because of that that we get what we get in terms of the broadcasting of college baseball at its highest level. Because there was nowhere else for him to go. But, I digress. Why do you stick Game 2 in the middle of the afternoon? And if you were going to stick Game 2 in the middle of the afternoon... Do what you did with the Softball World Series. Put it on ABC. Or is there like some reason that you're afraid that it's going to do a really big number? Yeah, Are we so- going to get the press release that, that talks about how great the numbers were for the Men's College World Series this year? I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, yeah. Sunday at 2 is a, that's not a good time slot. It's bad, frankly. Yeah. It is. Put it in prime time. Oh well, I'm worried about it eroding the the ratings for Dodgers Braves. You're gonna put it on ESPN two anyway. What difference does it make? I don't know. I think the coverage was fine. It just could have been better if anybody cared. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Highway 80, east of Collier Cove, still seeing delays both uh, directions. Also, 471, still seeing heavy delays out by Magnolia Road and seeing delays Natchez Trace, just north of Reservoir Lookout. That's where things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Red Hot Savings, Red Hot Selection. The deals have never been hotter than now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi during our sizzling summer sell-down. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are priced to move with scorching savings right now. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre-owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain. Train warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our goal is 100% credit approval, no matter your past credit history. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're giving you more selection to choose from, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. So come say big while the deals are hot at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage, 10% down, 2.9% for 72 months. See dealers details with approved ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at esisupply.net. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. So the specific numbers from uh, television for the College World Series, Ole Miss and Oklahoma averaged $1.59 million for their two-game series, which was a little bit ahead of softball. Game one averaged $1.63 million. Game two, one five four. Uh, it was up a little bit from a season ago. Ole Miss-Arkansas averaged $1.035 million. That was the game on Wednesday night. Monday's Ole Miss Arkansas game did one point, yeah, about a million and a quarter. Uh, most watched College World Series games in that order, and that was most watched in a long time, right? So, yes and no. So a few years ago, uh, the College World Series would get up over two uh, okay. pretty frequently, but then COVID kind of derailed sports viewership. Uh, what, what's good about this is, like Oklahoma Notre Dame. Their first game, really big, strong number. Uh, the co- one of the College World Series games beat the Major League Baseball game head-to-head. Straight up. They, they were on at the exact same time, and more people were watching the college game than the professional game. Regular season versus postseason, but still, it's, uh, it's there. Uh, and in fairness to last season, I mean, it's a, what, a 40% increase from last season. That game one state in Vanderbilt was like 350,000 people. It's a horrendous number. It was up against him in an NBA playoff game was on ESPN2 and there was like three other uncommon for that time of year sporting events going on because of COVID. So for whatever that's worth, either way, seeing stability and or growth today is remarkable because everything is falling off a cliff. And college baseball did not fall fall off a cliff, and it increased year over year, which just doesn't happen anymore. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And that's, I mean, you've got a niche sport with two teams from a similar region of the country anyway. You didn't have big markets playing in this. What, Oklahoma City's the biggest market in the two states? You know, it's Oklahoma's fan base clearly in baseball not particularly big anyway. But yet, all but three football games that both of these schools will play in this year will draw more people than that. No doubt. Football's the king, man. Football is absolutely the king. 
I mean, for Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl will do better, the Alabama game will do better, the LSU game will do better, the Kentucky game will do better. And it depends on where the rest of them are placed. If they're playing Auburn on the SEC Network at 3 o'clock, 1,700,000 people, probably not watching. Yeah. But at least from a consumer standpoint, you've got those available to you. I mean, I guess the, the ratings numbers matter, how many people matters, that's all good, but... Really, it's about can you get it? And the answer for football now, if you're an SEC fan, and really if you're a fan of anybody, you can get all of them. It may not be the most convenient. You may not flip it onto ABC or CBS or NBC or ESPN number one and be able to get it. You may have to hunt for it a little bit. But if it's FS1 or FS2 or CBS Sports Network or whatever NBC Sports is now or some regional Fox channel, but as long as it's not on Pac-12 Networks, you'll be able to watch it. <laughs> you'll figure it out one way or the other. And, of course, you get the online streaming piece as well. Hey, the NCAA put out its uh, baseball attendance leaders this year. Newsflash, seven of the top eight are current members of the SEC, and eight of the top eight are future members of the SEC. They don't have it on this graphic, but I think Southern Miss finished at number 10. Arkansas at number one, 10,367 average. They did not host in the postseason. That number would have gone up. LSU, number two, 10,365 average. Did not host in the postseason. 10,259 for Mississippi State. That's third. No postseason in Starkville. 9,998 the average for Ole Miss. So, like, over the course of all of their home games, they were about 100 people short of averaging five figures as well. I know it's paid attendance and stuff. That LSU number is egregiously bad. Like, Ole Miss didn't have 9,900 people at every game. They reported attendance numbers that weren't exactly accurate. It's paid attendance. And so did Mississippi State. Right. But but LSU would announce numbers on weekends, and you'd look at crowd shots and think, they are not anywhere close. Like, even the weekend numbers are like, okay, come on, guys. Hey, Dad, what I don't understand about the, the Mississippi State attendance number, it's paid attendance, right? We agree. Everybody yeah. agrees. It's paid attendance. What happened to the so 13, Why is it 13,000 13, again? Yeah. I don't know how they do that, man. I don't know if it's paid understand. attendance. It should be paid attendance. Yes. it should be. It should be what you paid in, in, in season tickets, and that's it. So, I don't know. Well, and, and I know. I guess the it's because I, I, I think their number is season tickets sold plus day of game tickets sold. That is your attendance mm-hmm. number. Yeah, but for state, I mean, you go back to some of their midweek games. I know they weren't announcing crowds of, you know, thirteen five. To when no. they were playing some swack teams, so I don't know exactly how it works. I guess they they try to make it somewhat reasonable. It's just it feels like it's just easier if you're gonna lie, lie all the way, right? So just, the the number of people difference between number one and number four, Arkansas with LSU, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss in between, is three hundred sixty nine people per game. Nice. Arkansas, two more per game than LSU, and then Mississippi State's like 75 back from that. Yeah, whatever. Big drop-off after that, though. South Carolina, 6,500. Texas, 6,800. 
Florida 5,300. Texas A&M 5,300. You think Oklahoma got a wake-up call this past week? We talked about the players and playing tight and all that. That was clear. I mean, hey, that said, their last home game, they played in front of 1,500 people. They clearly hadn't been in that environment. But do you think, like, the AD, athletics administrators, went to Omaha and thought, okay, this is baseball. we we got some work to do. Our conference doesn't have this energy in football. We might not be ready here, guys. So I had a conversation with an Oklahoma fan at the concession stand on Saturday. And he looked at me, he's like, man, Ole Miss got a lot of people here. I just kind of looked at him and I was like, you think? He's like, well, if this was Oklahoma football, it'd be a different story. And I said, hey, bud, I hate to tell you, but if it was Ole Miss football and it was playing for this, it'd be a different story for them too. The number that's here, the 22,000 that are here, you would say times two. And he just kind of looked at me. I was like, it's a big deal, man. People care a and, lot, and it's not in just every sport. And it's not just Ole Miss that would have taken over that stadium. No, we saw State Mississippi did it State last year. Arkansas, Arkansas would have. It's done. only a it's only a twenty thousand seat gap between State and Ole Miss and Oklahoma's stadium. It's not it's not like one hundred and twenty thousand. They only, they put eighty six thousand in there. Yeah, so they can put State and Ole Miss put sixty five, sixty six thousand in there if they want. We were talking about this earlier. Vanderbilt had more fans. At its national championship series last year against Mississippi State, than Oklahoma did. I'm going to give Vandy a break because they're a small private school. Oklahoma is the flagship school in a border state to Nebraska that is six hours from the University of Oklahoma's front door to Charles Schwab Field. Oklahoma did not sell its allotment of 700 tickets for the Sunday game, game two of the championship series. They did not sell all 700 of their available tickets. Now, there were more than those 700 people there, obviously. It was that's wild. It's just, just staggering. It's just a different animal. I, I, I was thinking about that all weekend. Because baseball, in the grand scheme of things in sports, they only care about one thing, and it's football. Because that's what drives everything. But I, I kept thinking... I wonder if their AD sitting up here thinking we are not ready, or maybe not. We're think not ready. This. But think about, think about this for a second. Arkansas basketball took five times the number of fans to Nashville in the SEC basketball tournament than Oklahoma took to the baseball national championship series. Think about it that way. And when I say five times more, I'm I'm kind of being a little generous. Probably more like seven or eight times more. Somebody sends us a message, Oklahoma cares about football and softball. It's easy to care about softball when you're dominant and the stadium where they play the national championship is 20 minutes from your driveway. With all of that said, I do think that Oklahoma is far more suited to adapt to the culture and the fan attendance of the SEC 
than Missouri was or has. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 91. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. Northerner Michael Cassidy disagrees with votes to fund Medicare, Social Security, and our nation's military service members. But he proposes a socialist $48 trillion plan that will cost Mississippians billions in taxes. Michael Cassidy became a Mississippi resident just last year. But he thinks he's qualified to speak for what is best for Mississippi families. Michael Cassidy has Yankee principles, not Mississippi values. On June 28th, don't be fooled by the Yankee wolf wearing sheep's clothing. Just had his paid for and approved by the MS Conservative Action Pact and not approved by any candidate or committee. Why trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions to repair your transmission? We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair. Okay, so we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did well. The fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know, the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well. We kind of want to stick to that. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Municipal League is hosting its 91st annual conference at the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi this week. Elected officials from across the state are attending education sessions on topics like grant opportunities, medical marijuana, community and economic development, and more. Greenville Mayor Eric Simmons is the MML's current president. And folks are talking about good ideas, how we can improve the quality of life for our folks. But you see black, white, north, south, uh, all kind of folks come together for Mississippi. It's a fantastic networking opportunity that brings together not only elected officials, but also businesses, state agencies, and other organizations. And Pearl River Community College's Tate Parker has been named the 2022 NGCAA Baseball Division II Player of the Year. 
The Wildcats center fielder had a batting average of .450, hit 19 home runs, and had 65 RBIs, which helped lead his team to a Division II World Series title. For more Mississippi news, head on over to supertalk.fm. Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thank you for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Earlier in the show today, we were talking about Ole Miss, the College World Series win, the National Championship, and all those things, and and we were kind of going through the last month of the season, the last month of the regular season, and pointed out if anything, anything plays out differently, in terms of a win becoming a loss, then we're not having this conversation today because Ole Miss didn't make it to the postseason. They did everything they had to do to get there at the end. And we kind of worked through the SEC baseball tournament. We said we would come back to this. So you get to regional play. Ole Miss goes to Coral Gables. Do you guys remember what the first reaction was when you saw the field in the Coral Gables regional? You had Miami as the host, as the number six national seed, Arizona as the two seed, Ole Miss as the three, and Canisius as the four. Winnable. Big names, but not necessarily big names that just scared you to death. Yeah. And storylines, right? I mean, Ole Miss had been to Miami and lost in a regional there. They had hosted Miami in a super regional back in 06 and lost in a regional there. Went to Tucson last year and got knocked out in Game 3 of a Super Regional, kept from going to the College World Series by Arizona. So they had plenty of storylines. 
They beat Arizona in game one. They beat Miami two to one in game two. And then Miami and Arizona have to play a loser's bracket game. Neither teams. That, that was the thing, right? There was a route for, for all three of the teams in the Coral Gable Regional, a Coral, Coral Gables Regional. There was a route to winning, with apologies to Canisius, there was a route to winning it. But the only route for Arizona or Miami or Ole Miss was to go 2-0. and Because all three teams seemed to have a depth issue on the mound. And so when Ole Miss got by Miami 2-1, to it felt like it really put them in the driver's seat. They emerged from the Coral Gables Regional, traveled to Hattiesburg, and dominate Southern Miss for those two games. And, you know, the scores indicate there was some offense, and there was. But the story in Hattiesburg was about pitching and defense. Just Southern Miss's inability to do anything against Dylan DeLucia and Hunter Elliott. So somebody asked me the question today. Not big picture, well, this was an offshoot of another conversation. So I told you guys yesterday, it felt like as I bumped into people in and around Omaha that were Ole Miss fans after the game, there there were a couple of sentiments. One, I can't believe it. Two, what do you do now? Like Ole Miss fans have never won a national championship in a major men's sport in most people's lifetime. I mean, you got some people that were hanging around in 59, 60, 61, 62, where football you know, is awarded some national championships based on voters. But nobody that's an Ole Miss fan had ever seen one of the three major sports, football, men's basketball, or baseball, win a national title. And so it was an interesting reaction. It's like, that was awesome. What do you do now? How do you celebrate? I I talked to a friend yesterday about this, actually. Because he used the phrase, it feels like I just took a shower, is what he said. And then he was like, I'm not going to stress anymore. And I thought that was interesting. I mean, he's only 30. He's my age. But he's like, my my entire life I've done nothing but stress over old sports because it's always ended badly. (laughs) He's like... And I mean, he, but he's right. What what does he have? even like the good football eras? What happened? Houston up wins back to back Cotton Bowls. Then what happens? Hugh Freeze takes Ole Miss to a Sugar Bowl. Then what happens? You sign Eli Manning. You've got this great season going, and then he trips over his own feet with the ball in his hands late in the fourth quarter. And that storybook season, the SEC West Co Championship saw LSU go play in Atlanta and not you. Like that. That's all he's had. And so now that. This is by the way, go on to win a national title. Yeah, of course. And so now that now that that's happened, he's like, I'm not going to stress as much anymore because I feel like now it's all been worth it. And so I'm not worried about if this will ever happen for me anymore, and it will make being a fan easier. And I thought that was yeah. interesting. So, that sounds good. Right up until you finish last in the SEC the next year, and then the stress is like, oh, oh, well, that, that, that I'm a little seems... stressed. That seems less than ideal. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that feeling a year ago after it was over? Oh, was yeah. There, uh, was there like, yeah. Oh, this is great. I mean, I know I'm going to act like Ric Flair in two days, but what do I do right now? 
I it, it it was almost like you know the what is it from uh, Ricky Bobby like I don't know what to do with my hands kind of thing like I, I I didn't know I didn't know how to act you know my first thought was I need to get downtown and see if I can find some content you know get some videos and stuff I was I was still sort of in work mode as as it happened but you know. When I finished the the podcast that night, and I had a moment just to take a breath. That's when I was just like, "Wow!" You know, don't know if it'll ever happen again. Yeah. Um. So. The, oh, the other Debbie question... makes a good point. Hold, hold on, hold on, Richard. Debbie yeah. from Ocean Springs. We haven't talked about how close was Ole Miss never to getting to play in the regional because of the weather. Oh, how close the were they just going? Depression. How close were they just saying, you know what, this isn't going to happen. Miami will just send you on through. I wonder if maybe we made more of that than the people in Miami made of it. They're like, it rains here all the time. We'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, that wasn't rain. <laughs> the games got moved back. I mean, that was a real thing. Yeah. It was. It was. Um. The. Uh, the, the other question that came up that, that was an interesting one to me was, did you really believe it could ever happen? And it's almost like people were admitting themse- to themselves, it's like, yeah, I thought maybe, but I didn't really believe. And so the offshoot question that I was going to get to in just a second was, when did you believe in the context of between June 18th and June 26th, that it was really going to happen. So, so like as an abstract idea, did you really believe that Ole Miss baseball could win a national championship? Maybe the answer to that is yes. Maybe the answer to it is no. Maybe it's yes, but I don't know when and I don't know how. I'm just going to kind of believe. But in a much more micro sense... When the College World Series started on June 17th and Ole Miss played its first game on June 18th, when did you really believe that not only they can win it all, but they're going to win it all? When they won the second game in Omaha. I, 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 texted, <laughs> I texted a friend. Well, but, but, but seriously, like getting to Omaha, I thought, you know, it's nice. They got their successful season. Mike Bianco saved his job. Cool story. Other teams have deeper pitching than them. That's what I thought. What an idiot I am. Because Ole Miss's strength was its pitching at the end of the year. But after they won that second game in Omaha, I texted a friend and said, if you're going to go to Omaha, wait until Saturday. Because you're going to the national championship, and they're probably going to win it. That's when I, in my head, I was like, they're winning it now. Now that they won that second game, they're going to win the national championship, is what I thought on that day. Well, we were sitting... So, so one day last week we were sitting here, and I was like, I know this is going to make people mad, and they're going to say you're jinxing it, all those things. But I was like, pretty sure Ole Miss is about to win a national championship. You said it. It was the, 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 fir- the first Ole Miss-Arkansas game, or the second one, I guess, when they lost. It was the show before that, because mm-hmm. you were telling me, I, I, I had told you they had moved the time up, and you were like, doesn't matter, not going to be a game tomorrow. Ole Miss is winning the night and winning the national championship. You were wrong about the first part of that, but you were not wrong about the second part. I'll be honest, I thought Ole Miss was going to win the national championship when they got to Hattiesburg. I knew they were going to beat Southern, and I was like, they've just got so much momentum, 
And I know they were. I, I knew all season long with Ole Miss, it was not a talent issue. I knew it was not a talent issue, and they were playing. But, but what do I always say? Playing that, their best baseball. Yeah. Did, mm-hmm. did you believe that from a like I'm watching this team and I think they're going to win the national yes. championship, or did you believe yes. that from this is what they're going oh, to God. do to me? Here it comes. <laughs> to me. I, there may have been a touch of that for sure, but. <laughs> The way they were playing in Miami was great, and I was just like, I don't think Southern can beat them. I just don't think they can. And that's going to give them so much momentum. And then when Tennessee got eliminated, I was like, this is all setting up. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll take a timeout, and we will be with you more right after this. the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Brandon, an accident, I-20 westbound, the left lane block just past exit 56. Back at the stack, look for delays, 20 westbound uh, at Gallatin. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and officers first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC's certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Joe Biden's reckless spending policies are driving up inflation, costing us more for gas, groceries, and everything else. So what's Michael Cassidy's plan on inflation? Cassidy has proposed $48 trillion of new federal spending. It's reckless, big government spending at its worst. Biden and Cassidy's spending plans will skyrocket inflation and leave us with a mountain of debt we can't afford. There's nothing conservative about that, because there's nothing conservative about Michael Cassidy. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. 
So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here. From experience, believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage. Renaissance. Ridgeland First. And Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by M Trade Park. Taking a little bit of break of a break with the uh, baseball and softball tournaments. Got soccer that will uh, roll back around in August and then the fall, I'm using air quotes here, the fall baseball tournament schedule will get started in August as well. Maybe we should call that the late summer and then transitioning to fall baseball schedule will uh, will be coming around before long. You can get all of that information online at mtradepark.com. Again, mtradepark.com. If you're going to play, play mtrade park. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. Let's get some of your messages on the ceasefire text line. 601-879-4395. For anyone who doesn't believe in superstition, well... This won't make you believe either, but I'll tell you anyway. I don't believe in wearing Ole Miss apparel during games. It's always bad luck, but I figured since I'd never experienced this situation before, where's the harm? Well, OU went up 2-1, and the Ole Miss offense was struggling, so I changed shirts. Next thing you know, Cade Horton is inexplicably pulled from the game, and the good guys score three runs. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm all there, for it. There are a lot of people that wore the exact same shirt, hat, socks, whatever to every single game. Yeah. Most well, people hell, the base the baseball team did it. The baseball Didn't team they wear wore the navy blues? The same jerseys. All but one. So they yeah. wore 
They wore the navy blue jerseys with white pants in 11 of their 12 postseason games. They wore the reds in one game in Miami. Uh, let's see here. Jeff says, do you think they do this for the national champions in football and basketball? Do you think Ole Miss will be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? If not, why not? Uh, I don't think. They will. If they do, it will be a commemorative cover. It's not like it'll be one on newsstands. Does anybody still get Sports Illustrated? Like I'm not being. Yeah, someone we haven't talked about, though. And I guess it's some sports related, like the Sports Illustrated Mega Resort that's coming to the uh, the Gulf Coast. We haven't talked yeah. about that at all. Like a what six hundred million dollar project? Yeah. Ross Dellinger said he can get us all free buffets, so that's great news for us. So they're going to be like a Pat Forty mascot walking around telling you that your political opinions are bad? Yeah. 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 Just takes pictures with the kids, though. A fun little selling point there is to have Pat lecture you while you're trying to enjoy the pool. Doesn't he work for Yahoo, though? I don't think that's different now, isn't it? I don't know. I think uh, maybe. No, he's our Illustrated. friend Ross he here. Let's to SI, right? Is he? That's right. He and Ross Dellinger are uh, they're like co-headline sharers. I missed that 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 transition. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> nope, not going to do it. There was a joke there, and I just Stop. didn't make it. Stop. I just decided Moving not forward. to make it. Did not make it. Not once. Debbie in Ocean Springs wants to know what time is the parade tomorrow. It begins at 5.15. Sports Talk Mississippi will broadcast live from Oxford tomorrow. We will be on the balcony of First National Bank, FNB Oxford, on the square, kind of overlooking the square right there on the parade route. It begins at 5.15 in the Midtown Shopping Center. And if you go, what's Midtown? Well, that's um, that's the shopping center across the street from Volta, same area where you've got Jensei and Big Bad Breakfast and Ron's Music Center and Snack Bar, all those restaurants and music store. Uh, it will start there. It will proceed south on North Lamar toward the square. We'll make one loop around the square, and then we'll continue south on South Lamar. They will make a right-hand turn to the west, and we'll go west down University Avenue toward campus, by the Grove, they'll loop around the uh, the circle and stop in front of the Lyceum, at which point the baseball team will get off of the double-decker bus and onto their wrapped bus and go to the baseball stadium where the big ceremony will happen after that. So 5.15 start time for the parade. It will probably end between, what, 5.45 and 6 at the Lyceum, and then they'll give everybody time to make their way over to Swayze for the national championship celebration that's the plan for tomorrow and uh, we will visit with keith carter tomorrow afternoon he'll stop by and join us at uh 320 i believe and uh, also brad henderson will join us in person and the oxford mayor robin Tannehill will be with us as well we'll try to bring you all the coverage of that we'll have some video uh, that hopefully we'll be able to kind of set up from the balcony and shoot like we did with the that was really cool last year, the way Houston set it up with the championship parade in Starkville last year. We did kind of a split screen yeah. on us and where you could also see the parade as it was happening. And so if yeah, you we'll can't be in Oxford in person, we'll try to give you a video stream as well. 
I say we'll figure it out like you and I are going to do it. We'll figure it out. It'll get it figured out, out by like Houston. It'll get figured out by smarter people than us. We're going we're gonna to take credit for it. So looking forward to that tomorrow. 5 o'clock hour coming up. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. Former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson telling the House panel investigating the Capitol riot today that in the days before the violence, she began feeling nervous about what could happen. Recalling a conversation with her then boss, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. He said something to the effect of, there's a lot going on, Cass, but I don't know, things might get real, real bad on January 6th. The former president issuing a series of statements today trying to discredit Hutchinson and calling her testimony fake. An investigation is continuing into the deaths of 51 migrants who were in the back of a tractor trailer in San Antonio, Texas. Far too many lives have been lost uh, to this dangerous journey. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, the Department of Homeland Security, is leading the investigation. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Aggravated assault charges against the suspect accused of shooting a Helena man last Thursday and killing a Pascagoula police canine are being upgraded. Kelly Bennett has the story. 33-year-old Mitchell Robinson is now charged with murder and the death of Christopher Joyner. The 52-year-old died Friday night. Robinson is also charged with possession of a firearm by a felon. Thursday night, officers in Pascagoula K9XO searched for Robinson in a wooded area. That's when Robinson allegedly shot at XO's handler, hitting XO twice in the chest. The officer returned fire and Robinson was wounded but released from the hospital over the weekend. He's now jailed at the Jackson County Adult Detention Center with no bond. XO died later at an emergency vet. Memorial services for XO will be held Friday morning at 1130 at the Pascagoula Senior Center. Think of all the comforts your family enjoys around your home. When you include propane appliances throughout your home, you can have even greater comfort from endless hot water to softer clothing and cozier heat on cold winter days. With an all-propane home, you'll also enjoy greater efficiency and energy savings compared to all electric homes. Go to PERC.com and ask why propane. The answer will be clear. 
Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. The United States Supreme Court decides 6-3 to three in favor of a former football coach Joe Kennedy's right to pray publicly on the field after games, even though he is a public school employee. Appearing on Fox's Faulkner Focus, Kennedy shares his reaction to the ruling. It just shows that, hey, it doesn't matter what your faith is or if you have no faith. It just proves that, you know, this is America and the First Amendment applies and nobody should have to worry about, now especially, have to worry about just because uh, you, you want to thank God, you could do it now. And that's it, it, just an awesome thing for everybody. The final decision says that the First Amendment is clear that a brief, quiet moment of prayer should be protected. In her dissent, Justice Sonia Sotomayor says she believes that although the coach has the right to pray, he does not have the right to pressure students to join him in prayer, as some observers say was happening more frequently as time went on. Senator Roger Wicker issued a statement saying religious freedom is a bedrock principle enumerated within our Bill of Rights and that the court upheld this principle by coming down on the side of Coach Kennedy. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour, Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for being with us alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm Richard Cross. You want to be a part of the conversation, you are welcome to join us on the C Spire text line. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com. Slash business. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book 
at Time Out Lounge. Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. Talking a lot of baseball, but it's just after 5 o'clock, and that can mean only one thing, that it's time for the College Football Fix. You know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it's got everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold-certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Check out your local Mississippi Ford dealer today for more details. So, Michael Borky, what do you say we jump into the college football fix? Yeah, and a really simple one. Mike Leach was given a contract extension today, as you guys know. Mississippi State law, not the law of Mississippi State University, but law in the state of Mississippi prevents them from giving anything more than a four-year contract. But Mike Leach has been extended two years all the way out to four years from now. He was actually given a 10% raise as well. So his $5 million a year contract was raised to 5.5. And I'm sure there's other stuff in the contract as well. But he's been given a 10% raise on top of that contract extension. Very good. So $5.5 million takes it through 2025. It's kind of the cost of doing business these days. Uh, it's expensive. It's, it's lucrative also if you are a, uh, a head football coach. And there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, ten percent raise, that'd be nice. What could you do with an extra five hundred thousand? And I love the folks that are like, ah, you're already making five million. What's an extra five hundred thousand? Let me ask you, what about an extra five hundred thousand? How do you feel about that? Ten percent is big, regardless of your income level. It's good money. It's good money. Regardless of your lot in life. Hey Dad, any reaction to this? I mean, expected, I'm sure. No, that is might be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, okay, a lot of a lot from what I you know I'm reading on message boards and from what you know I'm, I'm getting from people that text me these and ask me questions. Look, confusion's not the right word because I mean getting an extension not a big deal, right? It just doesn't matter. But when you find out that he's you know he got a raise, the next question is you know does, did you did you raise the buyout because. I think Leach is going to be good this year. I think the team's going to be okay. I think they're going to be an eight-win, probably maybe better than that team if, if things go right. But if they don't, well, then you know, in year four, you know, you're 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 on the hot seat. There's just no way around that. So, uh, I'm I'm interested to know if the buyout went up any any for him uh, in that because if it, if it didn't, well then you know you know good on you. You can extend the guy. It looks good. It's a good you know vote of faith. Good for recruiting. But if it did, wait, who were you competing with? I got I ask the same question every time one of these things come out. Who who's trying to hire Mike Leach out from underneath you? So you, you I, I would like e- to know the answer to that. You asked that exact same question when Texas A and M and Ross Bjork gave mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher a massive raise. Why? I mean, you can you can better explain it in the case of Mike Leach than you can in the case of Jimbo Fisher because yeah. in the case of Mike Leach, the maximum contract length by state law, as Borky pointed out, is four years. You're like, eh, four years. And it's, it's in terms of the raise, cycle. and in terms of the raise, Richard, I mean, they did get better by three games last year. They were a much better football team his second year 
than in his first year. You, you can certainly justify a $500,000 a year raise. It was almost like a cost of living inflationary raise. Yeah, yeah not, at five mil- not at five million dollars. Five hundred k. That just covers the gas. That just covers the gas to get the plane down to Key West nowadays. Yeah, inflation's but, not affecting Mike Leach at all. Probably, probably not. That's why much. our politicians don't care about it. But more on uh, cargo Gallo shorts remain very ineffective or very Gallo inexpensive. In the so. morning. morning. You, you would assume that uh, if the salary went up, the buyout went up, though. And if that's the case, it's you a mistake. You would assume that. If yeah. that's the case, it's a mistake. Because while fans are generally optimistic about the direction, it hadn't been proven yet. It hadn't been proven yet. Right. And he's already right. making $5 million a year. You gave him a raise. The extension, I understand, because it's it's used against you in recruiting if you have two years left on your contract. It's used against you. Right. If it if is. Ole Miss and State are going after the same in-state kid, I promise you somebody that represents Ole Miss was letting the kid know they have s- such little confidence in Mike Leach. He's got two years left on his deal. That's it. Yeah. So I understand that. But if you increase the buyout, why? That's the question. Why? What leverage did he have over you? I'm going to go take another job. Offered by who? And yes, again, fans optimistic about the direction, all that. You did go seven and five last year. You got smoked in the bowl game and lost to Ole Miss again. Is an increased buyout earned right See, now? I, I think there's I think there's something here that we're not talking about. I think it tells you that John Cohen is committing to the long game with Mike Leach. That he knew when he hired Mike Leach that based on his track record, it gets better, but it takes a while. We've talked mm-hmm. about his progression at Texas Tech. Seven and six, seven and five, nine and five, eight and five, eight and four, nine and three, eight and five, nine and four. Then he gets to eleven and two. It was pretty steady at Texas Tech. It was kind of an incremental increase. Washington State was different though, right? It was three and nine, six and seven, three and nine. And then it popped nine and four, eight and five, nine and four, eleven and two. And so I think John Cohen is saying with this extension and this modest raise that four and seven in the first year, three game improvement in year two, seven and six, schedule that should allow you to win seven or eight again this year, that it's a it's a, a long play, not just a, a quick deal. It's a good point, because there are fans that think that he should be on the hot seat this year, and this news today tells you that he is not. And that's fine, but again, there was no need to increase the buyout, because buyouts are when you feel like your coach is about to leave. Mike Leach going and, and we don't know. We don't know that the buyout changed. There's a little bit of speculation. Right. Maybe the. I mean, my right. guess is the buyout is whatever's left on his contract. Yeah. I mean you're not you're not gonna say, well, you only had three years left, so we'll increase you to four years, but we're still only gonna do the buyout for the remaining three years. That's not gonna fly. Right. The buyout is probably some percentage of his base salary that's remaining on his contract if they want to move on. But I think this is a signal that there's no plan to move on. And there shouldn't be. He's been there two years. And I know, hey, Dad, you're, you're one to go, yeah, if you lose a third straight egg bowl, and I, I get that. But he's been there two years. 
And he's and a he's guy got, that he got has better from year one to year two, to win, and got better from year one to year two. Yeah, that's what you know. I mean, with me, you guys know me, right? Kind of, I'm kind of a little bit of a pessimist. I don't know if you're aware of that or not, but I, I see this team, and I'm just like, they brought back all this. And I guess we're probably, we may not talk about it today, but the the, the poll the AL.com did, and states finished predicted to finish last in that. And I just look at him like, if you took the, the, the logo off the helmet and said, this team was fourth in the West last year, and this is what they bring back, where do you think they'll finish? Everybody would just say, well, they're not going to beat Alabama, but second. But that's not the case for Mississippi State. And, and they, had, they had a chance to build up some credit in the last two games, but they lose the Egg Bowl and they get manhandled in the bowl game. I think the narrative of this team is a lot different. I've said that a few times. If they had won one of those games, if they had finished the year eight and five, I think there would be a lot of, of positive uh, momentum for the Mississippi State football program. But losing those two games has everybody thinking, well, Mike Leach, you just can't trust him. You know, sometimes he's going to lose games he shouldn't lose, and that's where you are. Let me ask you this Mike Leach is 61 years old. How long do you think he does this? Mm-hmm. That's such a tough question. Because he is such a, a guy of other interests and stuff, but at the same time, I, I know that he enjoys coaching football. So I think he'll do it for as long as it makes him happy. I could see him going another six, seven years, and then sort of seeing what happens after that. My prediction is that Mississippi State is the final coaching stop for Mike Leach. Whether it's four more years or six or seven more years in Starkville or three more years or two more years, wherever it is, this is the final stop along the way for Mike Leach. I agree. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will uh, be back with you right after this. That's your college football fix driven by Ford. the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, fairly decent. Do have an accident, 20 westbound in Brandon. Left lane block just past exit 56, back at the stack delays westbound at Gallatin. The left lane is blocked there as well with an accident. Otherwise, things looking pretty smooth. This update brought to you by Rivercrest Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at Rivercrust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlou. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all for responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. 
This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Northerner Michael Cassidy disagrees with votes to fund Medicare, Social Security, and our nation's military service members. But he proposes a socialist $48 trillion plan that will cost Mississippians billions in taxes. Michael Cassidy became a Mississippi resident just last year. But he thinks he's qualified to speak for what is best for Mississippi families. Michael Cassidy has Yankee principles, not Mississippi values. On June 28th, don't be fooled by the Yankee wolf wearing sheep's clothing. Is that is paid for and approved by the MS Conservative Action Pact and not approved by by any candidate or committee. Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold certified 172 point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14 day thousand mile money back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money back guarantee program. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Interesting story out of Atlanta. I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend. Braves hosted the Dodgers, and it was an incredibly emotional weekend for former Atlanta Brave Freddie Freeman. He was the face of the Atlanta Braves, and Braves fans absolutely loved him. He was a big part of why the Atlanta Braves won the world championship a year ago. And the story from Buster Olney at ESPN says that Freddie Freeman has now fired the agency that represented him in his off-season negotiations. That agency was Excel Sports Management. Casey Close was his agent, the lead agent, in the talks between the Braves and the Dodgers. So that on an, in and of itself is not the, uh, not the, the story. Freddie Freeman told MLB.com last weekend in Atlanta was a very emotional time for me and my family. I'm working through some issues with my longtime agents at Excel. My representation remains a, remains a fluid situation, and I will update if needed. Now, the MLB Players Association sent an email to agents on Freddie Freeman's behalf ordering them not to contact the player. That is a common practice when a player doesn't want to be besieged by agents trying to scoop a player up as a as a client. Freeman is listed within baseball's central system is currently being self-represented. So here's where it gets kind of strange. So you remember last year the Braves made a $135 million five-year offer that was still on the table in the first days after the owner's lockout ended. 
ESPN reported in March that Close, Casey Close, the lead negotiator for Excel Sports Management, contacted Alex Anthopoulos, the head of baseball operations for the Braves, and presented two proposals on behalf of Freddie Freeman that were significantly higher than the $135 million offer, and then they gave the team, the Braves, an hour to respond. Pretty cut and dry right there. You get this deal done in an hour, or we're moving on. When the deadline passed, according to sources, Casey Close and Anthopoulos agreed that there were no offers on the table. And so the Braves believing that Close's hour deadline meant that Freeman was about to sign a deal with another team, most likely the Dodgers, well, they pivoted almost immediately, and they did the big deal for Oakland A's all-star Matt Olson. He's 27 years old. He signed an eight-year, $168 million contract, and that effectively ended any chance that Freddie Freeman would return to Atlanta. So... Freeman talked to some of his former Braves teammates and expressed shock that the negotiations had played out the way they had. Within a week, Freddie Freeman signed a deal with the Dodgers for six years and $162 million, $57 million of that in deferred salary. That deal, when it is all said and done, could be worth less than the total value of the Braves' offer given the heavy deferrals and the California state taxes. Freddie Freeman was initially critical of the way the Braves handled it, and he spoke directly himself with Alex Anthopoulos about what happened. And they made peace. And then you had the emotional weekend. It sounds to me, I'm reading between the lines here, maybe you guys have a different take on this, is that Freddie Freeman is not the one that put an hour deadline in place. His agent overplayed the hand, didn't get the deal. Freddie Freeman really wanted to stay in Atlanta, but when Atlanta basically took his agent at his word, he was left with no other choice but to sign with the Dodgers. And you can't blame the Braves for doing that. And now Freddie Freeman's agent, Casey Close, in Excel Sports Management, is without one of their marquee clients. At at, at some point, though, and and I, you know, I feel for Freeman there a little bit, but as a man, you got to sort of just tell your agent what you want, right? Don't just be like, "Look, I see what you're trying to do. I appreciate you trying to make the best deal. I want to stay in Atlanta. So whatever their best offer is, just take it. Just take it." And all of this could have been avoided. You know, you got to be able. Sometimes you just got to speak up for yourself. I understand well, having representation. It was a, it was a twenty-seven million dollar five-year contract. Contract twenty-seven and a half million over five years. Yeah, enough money to live on. <laughs> yeah. And he so, may end up know, making if, less. If, if that's what Dodgers, you want. Well, yeah, yeah. If if you have to, if if you get what you what you get what you want. If you want to stay in Atlanta, tell your agent. Look. Do what you can to get as much money as you can, but I, I'm not signing anywhere but Atlanta. This is where I want to be. And they have to respect your wishes. They work for you. Yeah. I, I left the TV on after the uh, the national championship game on Sunday, and, and it was Braves-Dodgers, and sat down and watched a couple innings of it. Uh, by the way, the pace of Major League Baseball is shameful. 
but they they kept showing Freeman, and, and you could tell, like you could kind of see it on his body language that he was emotional. Is the yeah, no doubt the word. And I empathize with that because you trust your agent to do things. But there was one, like Haydad said, there's really an easy way to avoid that emotional weekend. Sign with Atlanta. If you wanted to be there, you could have. They wanted to keep you. You wanted to stay. You're a grown man, you know? I empathized, but not really. It's, you could have. You could have yeah. made that happen. Well, we get a message on the ceasefire text line. It says Fres, uh, Freeman is and has been a California resident. Taxes would have remained the same regardless. That angle is being overplayed. He should have taken control of the negotiation. But that's what you hire your agent to do. Jimbo says Freddie had to make the final decision. He let his wife and greedy agent call his shot. They missed, and the Braves upgraded. At no point has Freddie reached chipper status. Austin Riley and Ozzy are approaching that level. That's from Jimbo. I don't know if I... No, he hasn't reached chipper status. Chipper's probably the most loved Atlanta Brave since Hank Aaron, though, isn't he? Dale Murphy. Entire career there. Dale Murphy. Yeah, but Chipper accomplished more than Dale Murphy ever accomplished. A lot more, but in terms of being beloved, Dale Murphy. Okay, so most loved since Dale Murphy. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, but I disagree with like, the I idea feel bad that he for Freeman, wasn't but... loved by Braves fans. They love Freddie oh, Freeman. Joel Coleman, my my good friend, former podcast partner, was broken when Freeman signed with the Dodgers. He he couldn't. He he was he was not happy about it. Yeah, but yeah, but at some point, you know, when when you're a grown up, you know, part of being a grown up is you can get what you want a lot of times. You have the the wherewithal to make it happen. So you yeah. gotta be able to, you gotta be honest with the people who handle stuff. Yeah, and I know it's it's apples to oranges, different sports, but I listened to CJ McCollum explain the conversations with his agent in the teams to get him traded from Portland to New Orleans, and he approved every single step of the way. It was CJ McCollum did it all, and his agent just made the phone calls at the end of the day. That's what they're there for. They are there to fulfill their clients' wishes. And then, well, agents are helpful in a lot of ways. And it's rare that you see a guy that represents himself. Because people are scared to death of the idea of leaving money on the table. But don't you kind of know you best? You know, the... I would say the most important role of an agent is kind of, one, maybe navigating the legal side of things and and being sure that you take care of that piece of it, but then handling the endorsement stuff. And that's where agents make more money. They get a relatively small cut of the salary. They get a much bigger cut on endorsement deals. Because players generally don't have time to go out and negotiate their own endorsement deals. But, anyway, it's hard to feel too terrible for a guy making $30 million a year playing Major League Baseball, or whatever the number is. I mean, it's not quite that much, $25 million for uh, for Freddie Freeman. And he obviously can afford and to live in California and handle the taxes and all of those things. But it's... Um, 
Caleb says you don't see realtors buying a house for their clients. Why should agents call the shots on MLB deals? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the player has to, to sign off on the deal as well. Unless the agent, which it appears in this case, overplayed the hand. And then the other side of the negotiation, which was the Braves, were like, okay, that's the deal you want. We can't do it. we got to go get somebody. We can't wait on you. It's like the Braves drew their line in the sand. They said, we're not going to go past this. And so they moved on. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 91. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. In the runoff election, you have a clear choice. Michael Cassidy proposes $48 trillion in new federal spending. It's the last thing we need while inflation is making us pay more. To stop reckless government spending, we need a real conservative in Congress, like Michael Guest. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message because you deserve to know the truth. I have a proven conservative record fighting for you and our Mississippi values. I ask for your vote in the June 28th runoff election. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Summertime, it's Canon time. This is Dave Logan at Canon Nissan of Jackson. You'll find courteous, no-hassle salespeople and a parts and service team dedicated to your total satisfaction. It's how we do business at Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Aggravated assault charges against the suspect accused of shooting a Helena man last Thursday and killing a Pascagoula police canine are being upgraded. Kelly Bennett has the story. 33-year-old Mitchell Robinson is now charged with murder and the death of Christopher Joyner. The 52-year-old died Friday night. Robinson is also charged with possession of a firearm by a felon. Thursday night, officers in Pascagoula K9XO searched for Robinson in a wooded area. That's when Robinson allegedly shot at XO's handler, hitting XO twice in the chest. The officer returned fire and Robinson was wounded but released from the hospital over the weekend. He's now jailed at the Jackson County Adult Detention Center with no bond. XO died later at an emergency vet. Memorial services for XO will be held Friday morning at 1130 at the Pascagoula Senior Center. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Joining us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris Burke, former All-American at Tennessee, former big leaguer and college baseball analyst with ESPN and the SEC Network. He was on the call for the National Championship Series. Ole Miss winning in two games over the Oklahoma Sooners to claim their first national championship. Berkey, thanks for some time, man. What did you think this weekend? What did I think? Wow. Um, talk about your pro open-ended questions. Um, I thought... Any, any direction you want to go. That's right. That's right. Uh, I thought it was... Um, I thought it was a, a dominant performance. You know, I just, I just, I think my lasting impression was a couple things. Number one, I'm just so happy for Coach Bianco and Coach Lafferty and Coach Clement. Like those guys have put their heart and soul into that program. Uh, and really, I, I'm just so happy for your all's, your all's fan base. 
um, because nobody has supported their their team or their program any better than Ole Miss has over the last 20 years. And, you know, for being honest, nobody's had their hearts broken anymore, right? So yeah. I've always had a soft spot, soft spot for the Ole Miss fan base just because, man, I love going down there so much. I love the Swayze experience and everything about Ole Miss baseball. So I, I just was – was really really happy for you all the 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 program the coaches but you know I, I think I said it at the end of the broadcast before we went off air like there was nothing fluky <laughs> about what just happened like people will think about it in the terms of last team in last team out but like it was dominant um, really from the from the moment they stepped on the field in Coral Gables um, so. Just, just really happy for the program and everybody involved, and just really impressed with the, with the team and how well they played. So we've talked about this a little bit, kind of leading into the postseason. That a lot of times the team that wins the national championship is the the team that gets hot, that's playing its best baseball at the end of the year, and and that that sounds good and well when you put it into a little little bit of a soundbite on the radio. But but you've played this game at the highest level. Berkey, what goes into to actually pulling that off? Because saying being hot and playing well at the end of the year is one thing, but actually doing that and kind of all the stuff that, that has to happen to pull that off, what, what goes into that? Well, I think there's a few things. I, I think one of them is, and it felt like Ole Miss certainly, certainly had this uh, mantra, which is like you just have to beat the team in front of you. You know, everybody's on an even playing field once you're in the tournament. And then you just had to beat the team in front of you, and tomorrow you got to wake up the next day and do it again. And even though Ole Miss didn't have the best record in the country, like they had had plenty of big wins, right? And the one thing we know about all SEC teams is they they leave the the regular season. Nothing in the postseason is going to surprise them. They've played the best of the best, and so you just have to win the game in front of you and just really keep that kind of uh, narrow lens about your process. Now that being said. You got to pitch well, and you know what what Old Miss was able to do on the mound. And you know, I think if you really were following it, and I remember Mike told us this when we were in Baton Rouge, like Delusia was winning on Friday, right? And yeah. and you know better than anybody. The problem was just figuring out a, a way to win Saturday or Sunday. And Elliot was giving you guys a chance. You just weren't quite winning those games. And then Sunday, from time to time, was a bit of a mess, right? Um, and so once Elliott maybe even grabbed another gear, and then you had guys like Mallet really established themselves kind of before Johnson, all of a sudden you look up and you're like, well, we, our pitching is as good as anybody's, right? Um, and that, the reason everybody was so bullish on, on Ole Miss to begin with is that the position player group was was always as talented as anybody's. Now, Chatagnier didn't have a great year, and Dunhurst didn't have a great year, and McCants didn't have a great year. But all of a sudden, you look up in the postseason, and those guys are all of a sudden coming up with big hits, right? And yeah. um, and I think that's kind of where that mantra comes from, Richard, which is, okay, those guys' baseball cards still aren't going to look great for this season, but, boy, did they come up. I mean, look at the hits T.J. McCants got down the stretch. I mean, are you kidding me? No, nobody was – Nobody was any bigger than he was with some of the swings he made down the stretch. So I just think, you know, you put all that together and it was a team that was 
certainly capable of doing what they did, and, and you still got to go play the games. But man, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Visiting with Chris Burke, college baseball analyst at ESPN, Mike Bianco talked about how loud it was on the field, especially after Saturday night's ball game. I know you're a sports fan, in addition to being a, a baseball guy. That was that was what you did, and you did it at a really high level for a long time. But that environment that felt more like kind of an SEC football Saturday night than a baseball, could you guys feel that and and kind of sense that in the booth as it was happening on Saturday night? Yeah, you could really feel it. I mean, the... The three, the back to back to back homers was. It was nuts. You know, it's probably as loud as that place has ever been, honestly. Um, yeah, it was just nuts. You know, I mean, first of all, you don't really get that in that stadium. And to get it, not in a pack, like, like we get packed houses there, but that wasn't just a packed house. That was a packed house with 90% of one fan base. Yeah. So, you know, like you'll get a. You know, opening weekend, we, we had a packed house that Saturday night, but it's probably 50% neutral, right? Well, all of a sudden, you get in the finals, especially you get in the finals against an SEC West school, and it's not neutral anymore. Um, and so that, that I think you put all that together, and yeah, it was. I think it was as loud as that place had ever been. Chris, I'm wondering if we if we messed up this year as the season was going along. Because of the dominance of Tennessee, really from the start of SEC play all the way through, there were a lot of people that said, ah, the SEC's down this year. I'm wondering if maybe the SEC was better across the board and just kind of beat up on each other through the course of 30 games, knowing that Tennessee was different than everybody else. And then when we got to the postseason, it kind of showed that, yeah, the league was still pretty darn good. Well, I, you know, I, I answered this question a lot throughout the season, and I, I think it's one of those two things can be true. I, I think the league was down on the mound, especially um, relative to its standards. You know, I mean, yeah, that's you, fair. If you look at this upcoming draft, like it's just, it's not the first rounders that the league is used to producing. Um, now, you look again. You look in that tournament, and Dylan Delucia looked like a. I mean. He, he pitched as good as any first-rounder could ever pitch, right? Um, you know, um, and you look at Mallets and Johnson, the way those guys come in the ball game, like, those are elite arms. Now, they didn't have elite numbers throughout the course of the year, but those are world-class arms that Ole Miss was running out there. Um, and we saw those from, you know, you look at, at the way a lot of guys pitched on that mound, on that Kate Horton certainly looked like a top-ten pick, right? Um, but back to the SEC, I, I, I do think the SEC was down on the mound, and I do think Tennessee was abnormally good, and so it was easy to think maybe the SEC wasn't as dominant. But, look, Richard, I'm just kind of displaced, and I don't care what anybody says. This is my unbiased opinion of where college baseball is. The SEC has won four of the last five national championships, and, and the, those have been four different teams. And so, you know, yeah. Florida won it in 17, Vandy in 19, Mississippi State in 21, and Ole Miss in 22. Like, this isn't college football where you say, well, the SEC dominates, but it's Bama and LSU. You know, like, it's, it's, it, it, the whole league is going to get some, right? And, um, you know, I, I even said something to a couple of committee people pulled me off. How can we get better? I said, well, I know you can take this for what it is, but, this idea that, like, the SEC 
shouldn't have more teams than everybody than another conference or two is silly. Like it's the best league, and and there there's no metric that says otherwise. It's not anecdotal. You know, they consistently are throwing four teams in Omaha. They're consistently throwing two teams in the national championship series, and they're consistently winning it with different programs. Um, and so we're you know we're always going to measure the SEC against the SEC as far as when that question is asked during the regular season. But relative to the rest of the country, I mean, it just continues to run away from them. And, um, you know, you look at the money spent, the fans that come and support, look at what's happening in the transfer portal right now. Um, I mean, Richard, the the SEC's won four of the last five, and none of those schools are Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU. Now, if you were gambling, you think one of those three schools is going (laughs) to win one in the next couple years? You know what I mean? Like... I, it's it's um, honestly like if you're an SEC person, you love it, but from a national landscape, like you know, it, I don't. They, the rest of the country has a bit of a problem, you know. Got some work to do, no doubt about it. Berkey, love your passion for college baseball. A lot of compliments for you and KP and Mike Monaco on the call, of the final game. It was absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to see you soon, man. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us this afternoon. Hey, I, I appreciate it, Richard, and and I, I hope you can hear the sincerity in my voice. Like, I'm so happy for everybody involved with Ole Miss baseball, so I hope you all enjoy it. I, I know I don't have to tell you that, but. Folks around here anyway. certainly are. <laughs> no, no all right, doubt. pal. Take care. Chris Burke, college baseball analyst with ESPN, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll wrap it up with you coming up next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. couple of accidents in town causing major problems. 55 southbound, they're on the right shoulder just before High Street, while an accident 20 westbound at Gallatin has the left lane blocked. Look for 20 westbound traffic to be backed all the way up into Pearl. 55 south backed all the way up to Lakeland. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big during the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale. Through July 3rd only, Mazda Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location, Trustmark Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kias, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July third we'll give away a mystery card 1 p.m register no later than saturday july 2nd we'll also be giving away a four thousand dollar home depot gift card and a ps5 but hurry it all ends sunday july 3rd and you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the grand slam huge car sale at trust park park one brains boulevard in perth brought to you by mazda jackson and ridgeland mitsubishi get here now because once the deals are gone they're gone 
Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. If recent hailstorms have invited Lurk the Leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your league? Hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going non-stop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Hey, it's go time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi. Good visit with Chris Burke from uh, ESPN's college baseball coverage. He's passionate about uh, college baseball. He approaches it a little bit different than a lot of analysts do. Sometimes it's a little analytical for some people's taste, kind of the, the science of hitting. Uh, he, he's big on that, but uh, you certainly can hear the passion for the uh, game. How about what he was talking about a, a second ago with, with what he said to some committee members about the idea that, well, the SEC doesn't deserve as much in the tournament, whether it's nine teams in or four or five hosts or you know four in the College World Series, they've kind of proved the opposite. And, and when you think about it the way he was describing it, Florida in 17, Vandy in 19, Mississippi State in 21, Ole Miss in 22, that's um, and, that's pretty heady stuff. They, and they drop 
foul ball pop fly away from Arkansas in 18. Yeah. I mean, should have won. Should have won. Much to the chagrin of Stephen Godfrey, the uh, in a merit-based tournament, the best need to be selected. It's really that simple. You've got a format that has automatic qualifiers, and that's great. But when you're selecting half the field based on simply how good they are, that's the only criteria that matters. Is this team better than that team? If the answer is yes, this team gets in regardless of location. It's so simple. Should be, anyway. Well, and you also had teams from other parts of the country that got in. Right? Grand Canyon got in over a team from North Carolina. They did. Should not have, but they did. Yeah, I mean, people want to debate the, the whole NC State versus Ole Miss thing. I mean, how about NC State not getting in over Grand Canyon? They should have. Yeah. You 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 had representation from the Pacific Northwest, right? Oregon State hosting Gonzaga in. Gonzaga didn't get out of their regional. In fact, they went two and out, didn't they? If I remember correctly. Oregon State got beat at home by Auburn. Yeah. Stanford got to the College World Series. Two and done. And really not close at all. Well, they score two runs in two games at the College World Series. Uh, whatever. I mean, I think the larger point was you don't have an SEC problem. you got a rest of the country problem. The SEC doesn't have to apologize for being good in baseball because they have invested in it and they have fans that care. You don't have to apologize for that. You want to stop it? Get better. It's funny, the same phenomenon happened in basketball. Well, the opposite phenomenon, I should say. The commissioner of the SEC, you remember this from years ago, did not like it that the SEC was lagging behind in basketball. Couldn't get teams in the tournament. No at-large bids. And decided... Fix it. Now. And guess what they did? Fixed it. Where's your emphasis? What do you think is important? Do you invest in what you think is important? Because if you don't put dollars behind it, all it is is words. Texas has invested in baseball. They have. Now, I know Texas is going to be in the SEC soon. They're overturning their entire coaching staff, too, except for the head coach. Yeah, that honestly doesn't make a lot of sense. They've been to Omaha three of the last four years. That, That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I got a message that was slightly tongue-in-cheek that said, it just means more, Richard. I mean, is it the truest ad campaign of all time? Yeah, and people mock it, but spot the lie. But also the most obnoxious. Oh, yeah. It's both. Is it? Oh, it's, yeah. With the, it, that girl with the smirk on her face, come on, uh, she was obnoxious. Well, Standing they, on they, Rosemary they, Beach as the sun they, sets. I mean, it, yeah, I think it was a little, a little obnoxious. I think they've retired that one. It just means that's the face of it, though. Is more. that that woman's uh, face? The little yeah. shrug and the more. <laughs> and yeah, ah. it does. It does, right? It means more in everything. And you don't have to apologize for it. You got a parking spot for me tomorrow? Sure, man. Yeah, where am I going to park? I got to figure that out. Uh, Oxford has plenty of parking. 
Yeah, but there's... Oh, you're coming? Yeah. Can't the two of you handle this? Y'all got yeah, it. I, I'll I, just... No, I do actually have a question, hey, Dad. And, and like, I yes. mean, a genuine question. Sure. Are you going to wear your Mississippi State National Championship T-shirt tomorrow? No. No. I think I mean, you can. Well, I would never wear it. I would never wear a T-shirt to a remote anyway. I always okay. wear a polo. So. Okay. I have a question. Real quick. You know, last year you came down to Starkville. I got you a whole beef tenderloin. As a, hey, I know you don't want to be here, but it had nothing enjoy to this. do with not wanting to be there. Lies. Well, that so, was that was nice of you to do. I'm that. just saying. I'm just saying, when I show up tomorrow, a little something for the effort to be nice. Hmm. See what so I can come. LB's up with. meat will be open. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can. Uh, we'll see what we can come up with. I gotta get Greg on the phone. Greg, I need some help. Hey, that's hungry. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We'll talk to you tomorrow from the Old Miss Championship Parade. Good night. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.